Hi, everybody. This is Paul with Discovery It Podcast. We've got a guest, Debbie, tonight, and she's going to be talking about the enemy within. I've known Debbie for about five years, but uh, it's just about two months ago that she decided to start the journey of self-discovery. So, Debbie, would you like to go ahead and start the uh, session tonight? Absolutely, Paul, and thank you. Okay, so I, as Paul said, I just started this discovery about two months ago. Um, I finally became open to it, I think, and, um, and what I found out um, as I started looking at things that pretty much I'm my own worst enemy. That pretty much puts it in a, in a nutshell, um, that because of my past program conditioning, which you have talked so much about, um, I found that I devalued myself, I had very low self-esteem, and, um, and I basically had kind of numbed my life. Um, you know, I didn't feel things anymore. I was kind of like a, a computer, I guess you could say, where I had a, a software program that was continually running in the background without my awareness. Um, and, um, and it caused me to do things and be in such a way that it really wasn't productive to my life. It was um, me being my own, my own enemy. Um, so this process of self-discovery has really um, shown me a lot of things that, uh, you know, formerly were hidden um, and I didn't really even know about um, that are that are now exposed. Um, you know, one of the things that I saw as an example in my career, um, and I've had several different careers. I was in the mortgage business. I've been self-employed. I've um, I've been, I've had W two jobs, um, but I always thought. I was destined for greatness. I always thought I was going to be uh, a wild success. Um, and I would start these businesses and I would, or, or start any kind of job, and I would go great guns, you know, um, and think I was, I, you know, I was going to make a million dollars. But not too long after I got started, I would lose interest. I would just stop you know, what I was doing, and then I was looking for the next big thing. What's the next job that I want? What's the next thing that I'm interested in? I, I really didn't have a lot of follow-through in that, rela- in that respect um, in relationships, and I found out my relationships, both men and women. So first of all, men. I had two, I've had two major relationships. One I was married to and one was my significant other for 22 years. Um, and what I saw was um, they were ne- I thought they were never treating me right. Um, I, I didn't like the way I was treated, but I didn't really say anything about it. I just assumed that... Um, that's the way it was supposed to be or had to be, and, um, and I didn't like it. I, you know, at girlfriends, I had girlfriends that would put me down, and, and I didn't like that either. And I would, you know, I have adult children, so 
Um, I would complain to my children, I can't believe they, w- they talked to me that way, or I can't believe, she, you know, she did this or that. Um, but what I didn't realize was that um, I was actually repelling people. You know, I was repelling them because I didn't really respect myself. And that was kind of a hard pill to swallow. Um, you know, when it when it came to men, I, I think I had just finally even given up that there was going to be a man out there that would be interested in me. And I had stories about myself that, you know, nobody loved my heart. They only loved, you know, they they only want beauty queens. I'm too fat or I'm too short or I'm too, you know, too something. Um, and whenever I uh, was around a man, I'm always like, does he like the way my hair is? Does he like the way I do this, that, or the other? And I'd focus so much time and energy on that that I never got to really be myself. And so n- needless to say, of course they didn't like me. Um, when it comes to financial areas of my life, um, I got so focused on money, um, incredibly focused. And, you know, and it was all about where was the next dollar coming in to pay this or that bill, you know, and the stress that went into that and the concentration that went into that. Um, and it, it was just unbelievable. Um, and since I've, since I've taken the coaching, since I started looking at myself, you know, um, one of the things that you had asked me, Paul, was to look at both, you know, what changes had I noticed both externally and internally. Um, and let me start with the internal ones first. You know, um, I found that since I've started taking the coaching, um, I've been a lot kinder to myself. You know, and that in itself, I guess because I didn't think that I um, could, uh, you know, was being respected um, and all of that was I'm not respecting myself, I started looking at that. You know, I don't respect myself. How is that even possible? You know, and so now instead of looking in the mirror and saying, oh, well, you're too fat or you're not pretty like you were before or you're not, your hair's too short or too long or too this or too that, you know, um, I, don't, I don't say that to myself anymore. I look in the mirror and I think how pretty I am and how much I'm, I'm learning to love myself. Um, I'm looking at the things that bring me joy, you know, um, because I deserve that joy. Okay, now I'm getting all emotional. <laughs> but, um, you know, I realized that I should be treated well. Why shouldn't I? Why did I ever think I shouldn't? It just seems ludicrous at this time. And uh, and I notice I'm, I'm a lot happier about so many things. Um, you know, and, and uh, people have always said, and I've always thought that I had a big heart. You know, and, and that big heart extends to everybody. I don't know a stranger. Uh, you know, I talk to people in the grocery line. I, I talk to if somebody looks like they're having a bad day, I stop and say, hey, it's going to get better. You know, I mean, there is no stranger to me. Um, but the stranger to me was myself. Um, and I think, I think that's 
the person that I left out was me in all, in in my big heart. Um, and so I've 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 learned to accept myself and to accept respect myself, and and to realize that I'm a valuable person. Um, I'm a very valuable person, and and even though I never saw my own value, I see it now, and that in itself has has been um, extraordinary. Uh, you know, how has that has that transferred on the outside of me? Well, goodness gracious, um, I'm I'm walking a lot more. I'm taking my health very seriously. I'm eating good foods. I'm, you know, I went and got my hair cut and uh, I got a pedicure. I'm doing all the things to pamper myself and take care of myself. Um, and I noticed um, that going back to the financial part, you know, once I started taking the coaching I, and, I, you know, I've become calmer around money. I've, I've, I've been less stressed and I've had faith that, that things, things, good are going to happen to me um, <laughs> and the way that's actually transpired it's it's amazing because um, the minute I quit focusing on every dollar and just started having faith that it was going to come two former roommates that used to rent a room for me um, and I haven't rented a room in probably two years but two former roommates within a month of each other called me up and said hey any chance I can get my old room back and so now I have that additional income coming in. Um, I have I had a medical device. I bought one for myself and one to rent out, you know, to show people how great this is for their health. And um, and I wasn't really doing that. That was another one of those businesses that I was going great guns in and then lost interest in. But I still had the medical device. And one of my friends called me up and asked. Um, if he could buy it from me, you know, and so there was more money in the savings. Um, even even a health insurance company um, that, that I had um, called me up and said, uh, you have to pay your premiums and you never cashed the check for $3,000 that we sent you. And I thought, honey, if a $3,000 check had come in this household, I would have cashed it. But um, so they resent that to me and so I have that $3,000 that just showed up. And another thing that happened that was really great is I didn't even know a former company that I worked for had a pension plan going for me. And right after my birthday, I got a little letter from them that said, hey, do you want this pension? You know, and so that was really great. And, and so with the coaching, um, I've noticed that uh, one of the other things that changed my goal for probably the last 10 years was to get to the point where I had $5,000 a month in passive income coming into my household through real estate or whatever, a business or something, something that would ongoingly come in every month. I wanted that whether I went to work or not. You know, and since the coaching the other day, all of a sudden, I was like, $5,000, why not ten? I mean, why? Not? you know, it's so interesting how many possibilities have opened up for me. And I start thinking in, in bigger 
bigger terms because now it just seems like anything's possible. You know, I can do anything. Um, and, and I think the difference is that um, prior to that, um, you know, I would, have, I would have a goal or a thought or, you know, maybe I could do this or that. And I think it was more of a hope or a wish. But now, um, with the coaching that I've received, um, and now that I'm really looking at what are the what's stopping me, this enemy that's me, um, you know, I, why not? There's any I can have anything. You know, I was I was even thinking, and and I mentioned to you, Paul, that um, you know, what if what if the difference that's happened in the in the last two months was just an exp- was exponential. So all the great things that have happened to me in the last two months, what if two months from now it's two times that and a year from now it's ten times that and two years from now it's a hundred times that? I mean, where will my life be in five years if any of that even remotely comes true? And I think the difference between what I thought before, it's not just a hope or a wish. Now it's, it's something I know I can make happen. Very good. Appreciate the uh, uh, sharing tonight. I want to ask you a couple of questions, Deb. Okay. What made, what made you decide to start the Life Coach session? Oh, that's, that's, a, that's very difficult um, because, um, as I mentioned to you, being my own worst enemy, of course, I think I know I'm best, you know, and so I don't think that I was ever open to coaching. Um, and Lord knows, Paul, I know you tried for the last five years, and... Um, and I, I don't think I was very kind to you in that respect. Um, But I think what opened me up was I had nowhere else to go. I had hit rock bottom. I, um, I had tried everything that I could think to try. And, um, and so I think I opened up to you because I thought there was nowhere else to go. Thanks for being Very so good. persistent with me. Thank you for committing. <laughs> one, You're welcome. One more, question. one more question. How would you encourage others to look into the possibility of um, getting on the journey of self-discovery like you did? You know, I've already been thinking about some friends of mine that um, – that I think you could do a, a tremendous job with, um, who I know have the same issues that I had, and who also have the same um, thought that they know best. But my plan is um, I, I'm planning to share what's happened to me and where I'm going and let them, let them see what's going on with me and then let them ask me how did this happen or, you know, um, 
what makes how 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 are things so different with you? You know, because I don't think you can come in contact with me without seeing me beam like I'm the sun itself, and um, and I'm just so dang happy now. And I think by sharing all those things, I think people and my friends who I've kind of been avoiding um, lately, I think they'll see it and I think they'll ask me, you know, what's going on with you and I intend to share every bit of it. And I think that'll have them want to want to be coached like I am. Appreciate that, uh, Deb. One more, one, more, one more question. What does the word persevere mean to you? Persevere, great word. Um, persevere is when you take actions, when you go down a path that you don't know you're going down and no matter what comes up or in what way um, or what obstacle you meet, um, you're not stopped by any of it. And I think that's, that's where I am now. Is, um, I think that's a great word. No matter what happens, no matter how things happen, um, I plan to persevere, and, and I'm so excited about where my life's headed that I can hardly stand it. And I owe that to you. And thank you so much, Paul, for, for sticking by me. And, and um, sorry, I'm getting emotional again. You know, just thank you for, being, for persevering. That's a great way to say it. Thank you for persevering with me because it's made all the difference in the world. You're more than welcome, Debbie. Um, is there anybody online that would like to ask Debbie anything this evening? Go ahead. Hit me. <laughs> okay, Debbie. How long did it take you to realize that you needed to be good to yourself? You know, it's funny. Um, just seeing all, all the ways that I was not being kind to myself, once I think I opened up, I, it took maybe two days, four days, before I was so disgusted with um, with how I'd been treating myself that I told Paul, I said, this has got to change. You know, this is just ridiculous. And, but I will tell you, I was very resistant initially, extremely, awfully. You know, but but once I, I felt like I had um, nowhere else to go, I just said, okay, what do I got to do? And he said, let's start looking at, at at you, you know, and I didn't like what I saw at all. And I, and I couldn't believe it, to be honest. Like here, I think I'm the most loving person in the entire world, and the one person I didn't love was me. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but be proud of yourself because, you know, uh, I've told you before, I get spiritual. But you took a step out of the boat onto the water and you trusted what was going to happen. Yeah, that's awesome. Is it? Is uh, it Bill? You, yep. I yeah. thought so. Okay. Yeah. So, 
what you did is awesome, and it takes it takes yeah. a lot of courage to it takes a lot of courage to do that. You know, to well. to be honest to be honest with yourself. It takes and it takes time. I I don't think it takes time as much as it takes a willingness to be open. You know, a, really a will a willingness to look at it. You know, because there were times and and um, all will tell you. You know, I got a little fussy. At, well, that's a nice way of putting it. Um, I can tell you, I hung up the phone a few times. Oh, we all get fussy at Paul. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying. You know, I, I, I didn't I didn't want to look at it. But, you know, I kept bringing myself back to, you know, if things are going to change, then I have to be open and I have to be willing to look at, at the most dirty, awful things. And, uh, you know, I didn't like what I saw. I didn't like the people that I saw. I didn't like that what I saw about myself. It was it was very difficult to look at, but you know what? It's like once um I'm going to get it wrong, Paul. Um what what is it once you open up and identify and wait a minute, look at uh, I look at identify and be proactive. I don't think I got it quite right, but, um, but you know, looking at it was probably the hardest and most emotional thing I ever did in my life, and um, and then just realizing I was very disgusted by the whole thing, and then realizing that, you know, okay, okay, so that's the past and that's the way it's been, and. You know, and I've had a lot of years looking doing it that way, but you know, look at where all those lot of years have gotten me. You know, I mean, I've had some successes, but nothing near what I wanted for my life. You know, and and now now I believe that I can have anything. Now it's just a question of what do I want. You know. Yeah, stay on that path of the past does not control your future. You know, but, I'd heard that a long time ago, but it's, it, you know, until you have the willingness to really open up about it, you know, it's just words. It's like even financially. For years, I've taught financial stuff. You know, in the mortgage business, I taught people about credit and savings and all that kind of stuff, you know. And was I taking the same actions myself? No, because the key is the action part. You know, if everything I taught, I had implemented when I was 25, 30, 35, even 40, you know, I'd be in a whole different position than I am now. But I didn't even listen to my own training because I always thought I – had more time and I had more life than I had, you know, all that stuff. Well, you do. Now all you have to do is enjoy <laughs> what you're learning now and keep on going, right, girl? That's right. That's all you do. That's right. Exactly. No, you, it, was, exactly. it was funny when you were saying that you did for yourself. 
remember when I went through my problems? Mm-hmm. I went to the movie. I went to the movies, and uh, Paul said, "What'd you see?" And I think I saw like one of those uh, ones, like the White House has fallen or uh, London has fallen. And he goes, "You did." And he goes, "You actually did something for yourself." And I'm like, I thought about it. I'm going, oh, wow, yeah, I actually did. You know, even though I really didn't think I was. I was just there to clear my head and stay out of the way. But it was exactly. funny. Yeah, I did something for myself. That's awesome. Keep rolling, girl. You, uh, you're on the right path. Don't I know it. Debbie, thank you very much. Uh, You're welcome. Anybody else want? My my pleasure, really. Anybody else want to uh, ask Debbie anything before we go to the next session? No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Debbie. Debbie, this is Debbie. This is Brian. How are you? How could you? Hello. You're talking about you have. Hey, how are you? you you're talking about one key thing that I always say uh, is about the willingness to be open, and that's choice. The power of choice. Can we talk about that a little bit? Well, um, I can talk about it, but like you said, it's a choice. Um, you can choose to be open, you can choose to be closed. And um, and I think, I think I just decided that, like I said, uh, I just decided I had to completely submit to the process, and um, and that was what was going to help me. And um, I it, I think it's. It's just you have to be willing to be open. And you have to be willing to really look at your own dirty laundry and acknowledge how dirty it is and, and, and realize that, okay, you know, so you had dirty laundry. Now let's put it in the washing machine, clean it up, and go on, you know. I don't know if I exactly answered your question, but. No, that's good. No, 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 that's not. I guess it was more of a statement, I guess. Yeah. But no, no, that's good. Thank you. This is great meeting. Great story, too. <laughs> hey, Debbie, can I ask oh, you one My life question? is such an open book now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bill. Debbie, what? one more question. Okay. Do you, still, do you still own that laundry? No, sir. I gave that laundry away. <laughs> there you go. I'm getting new laundry now. You know, yard I don't sale. need that stuff anymore. Yard sale, exactly. I don't need, I don't need any of that stuff anymore because um, I've got a great life out in front of me, and there's so many things that I want and um, and that have become a possibility for me, not just a hope and a wish and a dream, but an actual possibility, and um, and that's the life that I'm looking to to project onto. Thank you, uh, Brian and uh, Bill. Is there anyone else who wants to ask Debbie a question? No, it was it was it was honestly pretty good because I could really relate to it with the self discovery and and just like loving yourself before you can like love others and all that type of stuff. You know, and it's funny because when Paul said to me. Um, you know, you can't love other people because you have no love to give. 
And I'm like, what is he talking about? He doesn't know me at all then because I love the world and I try to make sure I tell everybody, you know, how much I care about them and, and, and all that stuff. And, and what I found out is, yeah, I left myself out of that whole equation. And so he's right. You can't really love other people until you love yourself. Yeah. The funny thing is Paul sits back and laughs because we all have our hackles up and we all say the same thing to him. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I believe it. I absolutely believe it. It's funny because one of the things I've noticed, because, of course, I've heard some of the other stories, and it all comes down to the same thing, you know. And if someone would just give you that manual in the beginning and say, okay, you hate yourself, now let's figure out how to change that. (laughs) Yeah, that's one thing I don't do. That's uh, laugh at, you know, the condition of our lives. Carson was uh, the last person that uh, uh, came in. Let me say a little bit of, I want to thank you, Debbie and Bill and Brian. Uh, Carlson is a young man, 18 years old, just turned 18 years old about, uh, probably about two weeks ago. Um, yeah. Carlson, let me ask you a couple of questions here, okay? Okay. What may- what made you decide two months ago when you started with me to uh, start the life coach sessions? Well, because um, so I was 17, almost 18 at that time, and I was like, well, I really don't have um, like a life plan. And I'm honestly at, like rock bottom because I don't really like love myself and I'm not really like feeling like safe by myself. So... Um, I was, like, like basically on, on, like, dwelling in my trauma and all that because of my childhood. Um, so I was basically, I'm, like, dwelling, um, like, like, in the past. And, um, like, this one, um, day I was, um, like, having my suicidal thoughts and all that. Um, and then, um, my aunt actually gave me, um, Paul's number because she was friends with, um, with Ray and all that. Um, so her and Ray, um, 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 both recommended me to Paul. And, um, that's when I basically, I'm sorry, my self-discovery because he would, um, like ask me all of these questions and, and then it would make me like question myself of, of like, why am I doing this to myself? And why am I trying to like love others? if, like, I can't love myself. And then, um, and, and maybe, like, like a few weeks, um, I'm down the road, I was, um, also, um, able to, like, finally, um, like, self-discover, like, the power of choice and how I'm able, um, to choose whether, like, I want to be open or whether, like, I just want to, like, like, stay in my shell and just dwell in the past. And obviously, like, I chose, to just open up and share my story and to just love myself. 
because, like, loving yourself is, like, really the main key to life before you can really do anything. Very good, Carl. What would you say some of the things you've learned through having a life coach in or a mentor? Sorry, I'll say that again. What would you say are some of the things that you have learned by having a life coach or a mentor? Um, that, like, I really, um, like, don't have to, like, listen to, like, myself if I'm putting myself down because that's just my internal thoughts or it, like, trying to just, like, limit me. Um, and now I'm, like, able to, like, tell myself, like, just leave it in the past and just move on and just let it roll off your back, like, like duck feathers with water. And, and now I'm able to, like, do that with, like, everything. Um, so, like, like, something like bad happens in my life, um, I'm able to, like, process it and, and, and then, like, get over it and then, and then, like, deal with it, but but at, the, like, the same time not dwell in it, like, how I used to be, like, like dwelling and, and obsessing over it. So, so, so that's also, like, another thing that, um, that self-discovery has really helped me with, and with, um, you coaching me, Paul, is, is, like, like, discovering, like, who I am, and also, like, recognizing how much like power that that I have within myself that I never knew that I had these 17 years thank you uh, for sharing Carlson anybody like to ask Carlson oh you know I'm the cheerleader Carlson is 17 (laughs) years old you have a you have a bright future young man you just keep going with it you know, I was Thank just you. thinking the same thing. Can you imagine if if you had learned this at at seventeen, eighteen, vice waiting until you're um a lot older. <laughs> yeah, look at that. He's not he's not even in front of video games. He's here on a conference call talking about his life. Awesome job, man. Incredible. Thank you. Absolutely incredible. I just wanted to commend Carlson for for really opening up. I mean, I'm sure that it's um, that it was difficult to come on a call and and um, and open up about your you know the the stuff that's going on inside of you, um, and especially at your age. You know, I think it's right. amazing that you were open and honest and and willing to share that with us. Oh, well, um, so anytime, because I would love to share on my story and all that, so that way it can reach out to other people that are, like, like not really, like, fully there for self-discovery or, like, like not knowing that that they have, like, a lot of power, like, potential, like, a lot of potential in them mentally than, like, what they really think they do because they're limited in themselves. So I really um, um, love basically making myself like vulnerable and I'm um, sharing my story so that way people can like relate to just 
Um, like my experiences and and the way that that I I like overcame them and like responded to them. Like 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 from then to now. So you like helping people. Yeah. Yeah, for That's very, very generous of you. Very generous. There are gonna be a lot of other people that are that are going to be listening to you and um and opening up because of what you've shared. That's amazing. Great job. Thank you. Well, I want to thank everybody for being online. Brian, uh, Carlson, Debbie, uh, Bill, uh, really appreciate all y'all's sharing and input. And uh, we will see y'all next week at 730. And uh, the phone number was 515-604-9530. Access code 655 one four five thank everyone for being on call and i'll see you next week now thank you